Hey there, action fans. We're back with Ethan on Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bound, joined here by Peter. We're going to go back to 98. We're going to talk The Replacement Killers. Directed by Anton Fuqua. Cinematography by Peter Lyons Collister. Music by Harry Gregson Williams. I just want to bring up the music. Great. I had to bring him. Fantastic. Stunt coordinator, Alan Graff. What was your first experience with this movie? I remember watching it on pay-per-view, on those, you know, those scrambled pay-per-view boxes. Yeah. I, I didn't get to see what watching in theaters, uh, which is a shame. Well, we were little. <laughs> <laughs> was, was this rated R? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Why? We still could have gotten in with a older teenager. But, yeah, that, that was my first experience, watching a pay-per-view, watching it in, like, my parents' room, because that's where they had the pay-per-view box. Yeah. Yeah. The the illegal brown box. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's crazy. That's it's crazy, past the statute man. of limitations. It's okay. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I didn't know who Chowdhury Fat was. I just remember my parents talking about him a lot. They're like, "Oh, he's a big deal." Really? So, this was your first Chowdhury Fat then? Experience? That I can remember. I was young, right? Because I didn't watch The Killer and Hard Boiled until I was in my teens. Oh, really? And we were like, what, like? 12 when this mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. give or take i felt like I've, i watched hard-boiled before this because i remember watching hard-boiled on pay-per-view as well so it came out before this and so i was i wouldn't say it was hyped but like i knew who chavian fat was i didn't know who he was yeah. uh, i caught hard-boiled when it was on showcase okay when i when i was like 18 19 give or take yeah um, but I remember my parents making a big deal about this guy. They're like, whoa. <laughs> they knew. They're, they're like, they, uh, I remember they're like, he's the most handsome Asian man of all time. Yeah. The and tallest man of all time. Yeah. He's tall. <laughs> he's tall. He's tall. <laughs> he's tall. Oh, my God. He's so handsome. <laughs> and um, going on that, 98 was a pretty lit year. Did you know or do you recall? 98, we got Chow and Five, the replacement killers. Mm-hmm. We got Jackie Chan and Rush Hour. We get Jet Lee in Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, yes. We get Blade. <laughs> um, and, of course, as you know, it's because of the whole 97 handover thing when the British rule ended and China took over. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stars were coming over. Um, and we also had a lot of Hong Kong-inspired movies. Well, two. So Blade, obviously. Um, and The Big Hit. Oh, The Big Hit. Oh, my God. Can we review that one day? <laughs> and do you know who directed The Big Hit? He's not a big household name, but he's still oh, relatively what's famous. What's the name? What's the name? Kirk Wong. Kirk Wong, okay. He did uh, a few of Jackie's movies back in Hong Kong. And yeah. also they brought, uh, the side note, the stunt coordinator for that one was Chi Ho Lan, mm-hmm. or Lao. And he's the stunt coordinator for The Killer. <laughs> Chow nice. The Killer. Nice. So it's all like full circle. Full circle. Um, before we get into the scenes, I want to talk about Anton Fuqua a bit. Mm-hmm. Because like he never really comes up in conversation with us. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings about Anton Fuqua, the director? I love his body of work. Honestly, like um, this was like like if not his first movie, right? Overall, yeah. yeah. So you can really like looking back at it now and watching like his um, full filmography, like you can really see the improvements kind of along the way. <laughs> yeah, <as well>. <laughs> it's <laughs> totally different. Yeah, because this, this felt. Like I was gonna go into, but like it felt like really much like a music video because that's yeah. how he started off with, right? So yeah. it's very the musicality of it at all. But yeah, as it got along, that you get more character, you get like all this, and like he just really improved. It's great to see someone like improve in their craft like that. Yeah, he was thirty-two at the time when he made this movie. He said he was still a kid. Yeah. Um. Oddly enough, um, him and Michael Bay are almost like from cut from the same cloth. Almost, they're both music video directors. Both. Um, got into action filmmaking, and both of their first movies are very similar, <laughs> style-wise. Mm-hmm. Like the style for this movie is almost exactly the same as Bad Boys. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so weird. It's really interesting, and yeah. I, I actually I didn't watch all of Bait, but I kind of like uh, watched a little bit of it. Uh, he kind of ditched that music video thing for a bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whereas Michael Bay kind of stayed with it, it's almost like he grew up and Michael Bay didn't <laughs> in an odd way. <laughs> because if you look at Anton Fuqua's body of work now, his style is very almost muted. Mm-hmm. It's not as flashy as the, as this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on that note, let's move on to the first scene. So the first thing we're going to break down is a nightclub shootout. The setup for this scene. Chow Yang Fat plays John Lee, a Chinese assassin who worked for the triads. 
he gets a sweet low camera entrance and kills some uh, stereotypical looking Spanish guys. He then disappears into thin air by just standing there. <laughs> yeah, make him look taller than he already is. <laughs> yeah, how does he disappear at the end of that whole shot? He just, just fades. <sighs> oh, camera tricks. Now you see me. <laughs> now, I know it's a movie. I get that, but... Seriously, what these these assassin tropes that make no sense. These are like the worst assassins. <laughs> so many, <laughs> the worst assassins of all time. Like, don't wear a mask. Like, out in public, just shoot people. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like he may, might as well just been carrying the gun the whole time, like out in the open as yeah. he's walking down. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I I got the, when it first started off, like with the techno music and everything. I was like, oh, am I watching Blade? <laughs> yeah. Is this Blade Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, it's like it's, they, it's almost the same, same like the same entrance. <laughs> yeah. Blade was ninety seven. Seven. I think it's before. It's before this. A little bit. One. Yeah. Blade One. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it was ninety eight. No, wait. It is ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, you just said yeah. I did say. Totally forgot. Yeah. So. This came out in February. Blade came out later. Uh, oh, oh, so Blade is knocking off this music. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I, I did really like the kind of slow buildup, though, of it. Like, just even the music. Like, the music was slowly building up. It was, like, very low. Kind of like an EDM track. It was like you're building up to, like, his bass <laughs> explosion. And then, uh, yeah, and just, you know, like, the, the way it was, like, shot, like, just following him through the club and everything. It just, like... I, I I like that aspect of <laughs> following him through the club because um, I remember those like times we walked through the club and we're like I wish I was like challenging that. <laughs> when you went on rewatch, we were like, "This is me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but shorter." This is me. Um, this the music for this part is the only thing that tells you that is from 98 because the rest of the movie can't really tell the, the rest of the movie seems like it was made yesterday or like last week <laughs> yeah other than the maybe the baggy suits a little bit <laughs> yeah but uh onto this, suits. onto this action uh, well, how did you feel about uh, the action of the scene did it <laughs> um did you feel woo did you feel the john wooish definitely like obviously really the his little spin swooping the way you shot slow motion, like everything about it was very John Woo esque. Yeah, mm. Mm. I, I did like his like Chow Yun Fat's character's efficiency and everything. The, the way he just easily took out like five guys, and I, I was counting like bullets to see if they do like this whole like unlimited bullets thing. So it, it kind of <laughs> made sense. Like he did run out of bullets uh, at the end of the clip. Okay, like... you, you kind of ju- jumped on my thing that I was going to talk about. Oh, did I? About. Sorry. Yeah, that's Sorry. okay. I'll talk about it now. Cause the, it, it, I'm glad you said that because yeah. I did that too. Yeah. I did it for the finale. Yeah. As a kid and now because I'm a psycho when I was a kid. <laughs> I literally counted the bullet rounds in the finale alley shootout. And they don't – it's not unlimited ammo. It actually yeah. hits 15. Yeah. I know. That's freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is he going to do it? No, he actually ran out. Yeah. Right, yeah. right at the and, and I counted. I legit yeah. counted and wrote it down like mm-hmm. a psycho, like a 12-year-old psycho. <laughs> Keeping track. You have just that spreadsheet still that you wrote? I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, cause, honestly, this this movie, it was this movie, Blade, and Bad Boys. I watched on a loop over because I had them on VHS as a kid. I just kept rewatching them over and over. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I'll talk a little bit more about the action here. Uh, what I did... <laughs> I. Oddly enough, when I read the reviews for this back in the day, uh, everybody was saying like, "Oh, it's a cheap knockoff version of John Woo's action," or oh, "It doesn't. It's like a a cheap imitation." Um, funny enough, uh, if this is how you would do John Woo's action today, mm, okay, because you can't do John Woo's action today. <laughs> Oh, like you can do part. Like we saw what happened, manhunt. You can't have guys diving backwards, shooting guns, fucking doing the bullet ballet, the ballet part. You just can't. It's weird, yeah. right? So if you were to do John Woo's action today, you would do everything but the diving part. So you got the spins, you got the dive, the rolls and stuff, and it's just it suits perfectly. Obviously, this is a small sample, but I'll talk more about it later on. Um, but I felt that this was a the a modern take of Woo's action, and and uh, Fu Kwa was ahead of his time on this one. Okay. Yeah. In my opinion, and of course, you got to you got to talk about the little tie thing. His tie <laughs> when he spins and the tie oh, just oh yeah lays <laughs> on his arm <laughs> so perfectly, <laughs> perfectly balanced. And also the uh, the Beretta. Uh, I'm not a gun guy, but I know what this gun is. The Beretta N2FS. Okay. That's like Wu's weapon of choice. Mm. Wu thinks it's such a sexy weapon. <laughs> it's a sexy looking. I'm gun. not even joking. That's what he said. He's like, <laughs> it, it's sexy. That's why all his characters use this gun. 
It's a popular gun in American culture. It's more so a lethal weapon, die hard. Um, when Michael Bay takes over, he doesn't really use it because Will Smith has like those like squarish, I don't know what this is called, the square silver guns. Uh, Bad Boys yeah. too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Like the called, bigger handle yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. No, I think they're called Glocks or something along those lines. Yeah. But uh, th- this is kind of like Wu's signature, so I'm glad they, they kept that intact. And if you notice, even in the Mission Impossible movies, in Mission Impossible 2, what gun does he use? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Wu's gun because he's like, it's sexy. Um, what out of 10, how do you want to rate this one? Uh, I gave this one a 7 out of 10. So, you know, good old setting the tone. But Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a 9. Okay. I thought it was just a perfect introduction. Hell yeah. Nothing like a low camera from the from from behind mm-hmm. shot. Nine Stylistically, it was great. But yeah, action wise, it wasn't much to it. So. Yeah, well, the music. It would have been a 10 of now for the music for me. <laughs> All right, next scene. You got the apartment shootout. The apartment. The setup for this one. John Lee's giving it Simon to kill a small little boy. Can't go through with it. Fearing retaliation from his triad boss way, he seeks forged documents from Meg Colburn. <laughs> Played by Mira, Sor- Mira-, Mira Sorvino. They're then attacked by a group of Italian-looking guys and one Asian guy. Can, can we talk a little bit about that? The Asian guy? No, just, just the henchmen in general. Okay. They do not make sense in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they're every, every single race. Yeah, it's like the tri guys never do things themselves. They just hire these yeah. Italian Outsiders, Italian guys <laughs> every time. You, you don't want to get everything tied back to you. You got to use Outsiders. Man. Yeah, even the actual replacement killers makes no sense. Why are they on the same plane? Wouldn't one guy? <laughs> they're always together. Why, why wouldn't, wouldn't one guy come from Mexico, the other guy from Germany? No, man, they're a team. Yeah, this one, Two for one special. This one seems like the, the one Asian guy just went to like the local mafia. He's like, hey, can I borrow like six of you? I'll run you guys out. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that's actually part of the crew. And he's like, yeah. yeah. He's just got to be there to make sure everything goes through. And he's like, oh, man, I'm caught up in this shit. <laughs> My leg. Yeah. <laughs> And they, they just look so Italian. They look so Italian. I'm not sure if that's racist when I say it like Italian. Italian. They, they look so Italian. Is uh, is the second in command guy, is he Italian? Like, what is he supposed to be? I think I think it's like Swiss. <laughs> why, why is he working under? He's probably like Austrian or German or something. But, but yeah. German in real life. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's a German, German actor, oh. yeah. Oh. I guess he's German. <laughs> Well, it makes sense once the other assassin yeah, the comes in. <laughs> Maybe that's his nephew. Maybe there's a hidden yeah. storyline here. Yeah, they probably cut it out. Now, on to this action scene. What are your thoughts? How did you feel about the <laughs> action on this one? I really enjoyed this scene. I um, I really love the damage that they... And then I'm talking in front of a more technical perspective, like where like every bullet hole is like causing so much damage. Um, just the special effects and everything about it, like it really adds so much. When when you put like all, like all the machine gun fire, it's gonna cause that much damage. And um, I feel like nowadays, like they're kind of pulling back from the, the amount of damage that they do to well, the they set. They can't afford it. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, and this movie, they they went all out with this scene uh, and everything. The money. Even the the budget at the time wasn't that big. I guess yeah. thirty million. Thirty million at the time. I guess yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, thirty million for that <laughs> yeah. movie. You'll it shows, ne- though. It shows. You'll and never get a $30 million budget for a movie like that nowadays. Yeah, not not. You'll get, like, 10 or 15. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. But it shows, like, in the... I loved it. Yeah. I I really like the geography of it. Yeah. Like, if anyone who's listened to me a long time talking about this action, I find geography and space, spatial relations is key mm-hmm. to a good action scene. Um, I like how the way Fuqua shoots it, he never crosses the 180-degree line, ever. Mm-hmm. So it's always clear. Everybody's eye line matches up, and you always know where they are in the apartment. Yeah. Um, and you also notice how huge this apartment is. Is it two apartments? <laughs> I, I think she's running, like, like two, like yeah. she's running through like multiple, multiple yeah, doors. I, yeah. yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, I think they, she rents two, and she broke down a wall. Probably. That, what, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it looks like a really rundown place, so it's not that expensive probably to to take two units or whatever and combine them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, I mean, how, how did you feel about uh, Chow Yun Fat doing a Batman kill at the end? 
end? When uh, when uh, down the fire escape. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was different. <laughs> like I, I was gonna say this, but like this scene gave me very uh, Leon the professional vibes. Yeah, because they had that little bit of a music cue and then that 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 sound. But then that kill where like he like swings down like it was, it was actually the, from that yeah <laughs> um, yeah so that that's the vibe I got from it but uh, I also want yeah I actually had that was one of my points as well that the geography of everything and the way it was shot like right from the get go when he does that move like the the first two uh, replacement killers like that shoot the door the way he takes them out it's oh they're so not replacement clear. killers they're just yeah they're just I guess goons they're just Local Italian, Italian goons, local, local Italian, Italian goons from the sandwich shop, <laughs> taking a break from eating porchetta. Yeah, but like just the way he took them out, it was so clear in the in the way like he easily just disarmed the one guy and shot the other guy, and then you knew exactly like everything that was laid out. Like you said, mm. uh, it was yeah the spatial aspects of it were really well done. I also like the look of this whole scene and the whole movie, of course. Mm. Um, going back about about how him and Bay are similar. Um, same with Fincher, same deal. Um, you notice how like everything in this movie looks like it's in the same universe as Seven. Yeah, <laughs> there's the architecture. Not as dreary, but, yeah. but you know, it, it's like a Madonna music video from. And I like that. I like that. Uh, I mean, obviously he's a successful director. Who might to say? But uh, I kind of like that <laughs> that greeniness that he, even though he moved away from it. I wish um, I researched it, but like, what what's his biggest music video he's done? I I, I looked into it. I um. I was going to say it, but I forget. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember the artist? <laughs> I do, kind of. It was uh, it was actually for, I want to say Dangerous Minds. Oh. I want to say that. If he did Coolio. Jeez. Hold on, give me a second. We do have cell phones. <laughs> Antoine Fuqua. Music videos. Early life, career. So Tony Braxton, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh, Gangster's Paradise. Nice. Coolio. He did do that. Nailed it. Awesome. Nailed it. Tony Braxton, too. Okay. Oh, and I want to mention um, again, as I mentioned in the previous scene, the wooism is there, but it's to a minimum. Yeah, it's grounded wooism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk. Let's let's have a little talk about gun fu here now. Mm-hmm. You don't. Uh, what What is your view on gun fu? John Woo's gun fu. Uh, it looks beautiful on screen. <laughs> Maybe it does not make sense practical wise, but. Uh, just the beauty of it, like like it is a ballet. Like really, mm-hmm. it's a dance. It's a choreography. It, everything. Do you know the origins it? of it? How uh, he came no. up with it? No. How he came up with no. it? No. So, John, we used to do direct wuxia movies, swords, crushing tiger, hidden dragon shit. So he came up with the idea of why don't we replace those movements uh, with guns? Hmm. So that's why when you see him shoot, it's like he's stabbing a sword. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing these poses. All straight. Yeah. Papa. <laughs> Bah, 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 bah. Nice. Now, uh, that's that's John Woo's gun fu. Um, I know nowadays uh, John Wick gun fu is the thing. Yeah. Also beautiful, but it also doesn't make sense either. No, <laughs> you still beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but you, you don't grapple someone to shoot someone. <laughs> you don't get close to shooting. <laughs> There's no gun jitsu. <laughs> no. That's what it should be called, realistically. Gun but, um, but yeah, uh, back to the scene. I liked how it was muted mostly, uh, mm-hmm. mostly grounded, mm-hmm. other than the part where the henchman flies back into the wall. You're like hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's there's none of that diving backwards and hope not landing on your hand on concrete. Yeah, shooting guys. yeah, especially in this one. Yeah, yeah, and they do have their I call it the rush hour moment, <laughs> the back to back. Yeah, when they bond, <laughs> they bond. <laughs> ah, bah, 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 John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, what did you uh, rate this one out of these? I gave this one a nine point five. I really enjoyed the scene. Yeah. I give this one a seven out of ten uh, oh, because I want more. <laughs> this was kind of like an edging scene, like you're, you're being edged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not fully satisfied yet. <laughs> I got pretty satisfied with Just this. Getting one. <laughs> blue balls from this one, in my opinion. Um, so next thing we got the car wash shootout. I didn't really have a setup for this one because the setup, the scene itself, doesn't really make sense. <laughs> they, they, it felt like they cut something out. <laughs> yeah, they're just like the guy just dies, and like, <laughs> it felt like there should have been like a torture scene or something. I don't even know why they even had to go to him, to be honest. Because they didn't know what to do, and they're like, oh, Eddie will know. <laughs> yeah, but they end up going to fo- whatever. I'll get <laughs> yeah, that. whatever. But yeah, this it doesn't really make sense. Um, I don't really have much to say about the scene because there really isn't that much to it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that dolly thing 
Do you know what that's actually called? That no. What is it? <laughs> so I didn't know, and I looked it up, and we're not car guys, or we're not mechanics. That is called a mechanic creeper. Really? It's called a creeper. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. It's called it a rolly thing. Wait, what? <laughs> creeper? All right. That's a much better name. Creeper. I thought I thought it was just a dolly. <laughs> no, he's a creeper. <laughs> and the reason why I brought that up is that is the only time that he actually goes full woo. But even... So this is actually the point I wrote down is uh, this scene felt like it had it was trying to set up like a lot of like potential for like a lot of like crazy over the top action for it. Yeah. But he never reached those points like like the, the whole dolly part. Like I thought it, there was going to be like this crazy little like wide shot and you're, you're seeing like just explosions going out everywhere or like <laughs> dead bodies flying everywhere. But then it's just really a single shot of him kind of sliding back and it's, it's straight on the way it's filmed. Yeah. So. In my eyes, it was like, well, he's not really moving. <laughs> he's, he's just kind of there. Well, there, there's a part where he dives onto it, and he's moving backwards. But just uh, for my sense, like it was like, uh, he's, he's kind of moving backwards, but it, there's no speed to but it. He's it's shooting. Like... <laughs> he's shooting. He's moving so, backwards. Yeah, the, shooting. the whole scene just felt like this one kind of wasted potential. where like, They probably they're... ran out of money. Maybe. <laughs> Chances are. And like even just the, the very first guy that he takes out, like they're they're kind of setting up like he's gonna come up with this like really cool stealth kill and then he just kind of shows up and just clotheslines him and the guy's like dead on the ground from yeah. that clothesline so it's just like a, a lot of wasted potential I felt for the for this yeah scene. and also the uh, the bald guy he shoots in the stomach like that guy totally oversells his <laughs> <laughs> love the guy he's like one of those that guy in like action movies but he, he does that shake thing <laughs> he like shakes. Wildly, he dies. <laughs> I feel like I've seen him in Sony Bay movies, always as a soldier or a cop. <laughs> also, the not the last kill, but one of the last kills where he's on the the creeper and it, <laughs> and he like slides in and shoots the guy. Yes, yeah. slides out. <laughs> yeah, why is he sliding? <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. It's kind of funny, unless like Meg Colburn is there to like pull him. <laughs> she's actually the one pushing him the whole time. She's that holding his legs. <laughs> like obviously, that's how they shot that scene. So like, I couldn't help but think that someone just pulling him out of there um but yeah i mean it, it's a very small scene what do you call it what do you rate this one out of ten uh this one uh gets a six out of ten for me yeah it's my i give it a four much yeah. lower for me yeah um a little bit more edging but even that edging is not that great yeah okay okay so uh next up is the arcade shootout but before we talk about uh talk about the scene let's talk about the arrival of the replacement killers <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> so uh so why are they on the same plane? <laughs> I'm telling you, they work together, man. One's German, one's Mexican. And also, you can just... The ultimate odd couple. You can just store guns at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Back in those days, they had no security. It's 1998. <laughs> now, this, this scene stuck in my mind ever since I watched it uh, back then. And uh, it's just that song cue, that music drop. I don't even know what it's called. Like as soon as the plan lanes. Yeah, yeah. That lands, song is like, gonna die in Cleveland. <laughs> That's what you kept singing. Gonna die. So sick. So epic. Better than the, it's better than the car wash you're not seeing. Yeah. Just that little mini movie. I love this. So but cool. like, uh, this might get a little dark, but that, uh, White boy, uh, Till Schweiger, yeah, the, the real name, yeah, like just his little um thing with that little girl that bumps into him, like patting, patting her in the head. It was like, yeah, it's weird. Oh god, this guy is like totally a, probably a pedophile. Or probably, <laughs> just like that look on his face. It's just he's got that look. Did you uh, when I saw him in Glorious Bastards? I was like, replace my killers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't replace them at first. When I rewatched, it, I was like. I've seen this guy before. I know where yeah. he is. No, I, I I'm a huge fan. Oh my god, I'm a huge fan of the guy. But yeah. I've only seen like a few of his movies. But mm. I remember because it just stuck my that whole entrance. Gone. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. <laughs> it's just how he acts throughout the whole movie, which we'll get to. Um, and as um, okay, when has Danny Trejo looked scarier? <laughs> That's if true. if possible, <laughs> he's pretty scary. He, he's pretty one. scary in this. He's like the until scariest. like he he kind of talks, and then the the scariness goes down a little bit. Because he only has, like, two lines, but, but like, really? just, if he didn't, uh, like, say anything. <laughs> He's pretty frightening in this one. It's pretty Very intimidating. They both have that stare. They both do. <laughs> okay. That's uh, why they're the ultimate duo. <laughs> yeah, where were they flying from? <laughs> <laughs> 
Cabo? <laughs> They're probably vacationing in Mexico. Okay, uh, so next up we have the arcade shootout. All right. Let's set up for this one. With Meg Colburn computer and uh, Cameron destroyed. They all, they only have one option left, and that's to t- uh, they only have one option left to take a photo. That's uh, to travel to a photo booth inside an arcade, the only photo booth in the city. <laughs> they r- they run into a guy named Loco, and Loco informs the triads, and the replacement killer show up in- instantly. <laughs> they like, how did they get there so they fast? They just teleport. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. So this scene uh, like this brought me back like a lot of nostalgia <laughs> with the arcade games. Like I, all I can remember is like Altered Beast and all these games that they were showing in the background. But my main takeaway or my main thing that I just remember this scene is just feeling so damn bad for that lady in the garage. Oh, <laughs> it's just that's I don't know. It just it felt so brutal. <laughs> this but she gets for not looking when she backed <laughs> up. Idiot! Women drivers. Idiot! <laughs> Peter said that. I didn't say that. Yeah, um, idiot. Yeah, I said yeah. Women drivers. Peter said that. <laughs> Peter. I love women. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love women. Who's Andrew T- ah. <laughs> Um, But no, this thing's pretty cool. I just liked how... Um, so so Till Schweiger, his, their names in this movie are kind of weird. So his name's Riker. Riker. And Which we never know. And Collins? <laughs> it doesn't fit. Dana Trejo plays Collins? <laughs> it's a code name. I'm telling you, they're both from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like how Till Schweiger doesn't like blink. Just kind of stares at them. I love his facial expressions. Like his, he, he's really good with the facial expressions. It's like really creepy. And like, I saw him in a serial killer movie where he played the serial makes killer. Makes sense. Or there's another, I don't want to get into it. It's pretty weird. <laughs> It's pretty. It's really weird. Maybe I'll tell you off air. Right. It's like really weird. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, badass moment. Uh, it's not one of my three, so I can talk about it. But Danny Trejo like jumps from the rafters and just lands on the arcade machines, <laughs> breaks through it. Yeah, yeah. Um. This isn't really much of an action action scene. It's more so like a, a short film. Yeah. To show how like just scary these guys are. Plus they got established loco. Yeah, loco. <laughs> Totally, Love and um, <laughs> and the mise the mise en scene in this scene, the mise en scene is like brilliant. You know, I'm I said that they don't cross the one eighty degree line. They actually do in this scene, and it's only to set up the final kill on the cops. Because hmm. um, the way they had it, where like uh, Till Schwager, he's like turning around, he's like shooting right, and then Danny Trejo is shooting left. Mm. They cross the one eighty degree line, and then the cops in the middle. It's like, oh my god, these guys are so evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> that. That little really cool. sequence right before then, um, where Mir Servano's character was kind of hiding, and Danny Trejo's character like was trying to hurt her out, and like Shawi Fat does this little nod so that she like runs towards him or whatever. That scene kind of confused me. Like that, I I don't know if it crossed the one eighty line, but it felt confusing to me. The the little layout. I'd have to watch. It. I don't recall. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to recall. But uh, there's some wooisms in here. The uh, the slide underneath the car and shooting, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and this was a trailer shot. I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, "Oh, that's sick!" Where he uh, he stops himself with a gun. <laughs> oh, because yeah. he's sliding and to stop his momentum, he uses his gun and gets up. And the shot's like right on the gun. <laughs> that's like such a Michael Bay shot. <laughs> Very Bay and Wooism scene mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you rate this? Uh, this film? one I gave a uh, six point five. That is, I give it an eight. Okay. Eight on this one, uh, only because they're so evil. <laughs> God damn, they're evil. Lost points because that lady. All right, so uh, we're moving on to the theater shootout. Shoot ah, theater, 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 legitimate shootout, theater, theater. Let's start up with this one, Mister Bagoo. <laughs> the replacement killers are about to to make their move. Uh, the plan is to shoot the little boy. While he's watching Mr. Magoo in a, with his dad at a theater, Johnny and Mick Goldburn rush in and are uh, able to easily identify where, where the boy and the killers are due to the conveniently used laser <laughs> target sighting <laughs> the killers are using. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best, best assassin trope <laughs> overall. <laughs> like, we gotta somehow like rank assassin tropes. <laughs> it was, it, I was thinking of, I was totally reminded of uh, McBain in The Simpsons. <laughs> where the, God damn it, Scully! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
like I don't, I don't really have much to say about this scene because like other than I just all I remember is the roll like like the yep. slow motion shot of uh classic just challenging fat in front of the screen rolling for yeah, no he's reason he's literally on stage <laughs> like he goes on stage and just poses beautiful <laughs> unnecessary rolls that's another no that this was <laughs> he's rolling away from the bullets because normally he rolls towards the bullets <laughs> although they, they do kind of market correct that in the final scene where it shows him it shows the bullet impacts under his roll mm. like after he rolls he's like oh that's why he does it god damn that's why he does it <laughs> So talented. Uh, this scene is more of a more so. It's not much of an action scene. It's more like a drama, dramatic scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the music, the operatic music. Yeah. Um, the Mr. Bagoo for some reason. <laughs> Rick, trust me now. And of course, like our boy Till Schweiger dies. Oh no! Did you feel that was like anticlimactic? Or yeah, you're like, oh, this is realistic. You know, I'd probably just die like that. Well, life. that's that's the whole <laughs> thing about like. Um, John Woo movies or even Chowing and Fat because he's, he's more of a gunplay guy, right? Mm-hmm. So the deaths of the villains aren't exactly going to be great. I, I just find bullet deaths in general are very unsatisfying in movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> you know the scene just ends? <laughs> what point does it just Yeah, it, it just ends. It's yeah. like literally he shoots at um, Danny Trejo. Yeah, he does that roll. Yeah, he Danny kind of Trejo, runs off screen. Danny, Danny and... Trejo just looks at him and runs off and then it just ends. <laughs> and then it goes to Michael Rooker like, they saved my boy. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what did we get out here? What the hell? <laughs> it's funny that the other cops still thinks it's like Mira Servino and Xiaoyun Fat that are like running around like trying to kill everyone. Meg Colburn. Meg. Meg Colburn. Meg Colburn. Hey, Meg. <laughs> All right, uh, finale, finale, finale. Finale, finale, shootout. Evil tribe boss way plans to leave the, the country. And hunt down John Lee's mother and sister. John awaits for him in the alley. That's it. Bang. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. All right. And as we mentioned, I counted the bullets. 15, baby. 15? They don't go over 15. Each time? And then like, yep. he pulls out the, the next <laughs> set of guns? Well, I, I, I was even more psychotic. Back then, I actually, because like, we didn't really have the internet back then, I actually looked up a book to see how many rounds are in that type of gun. <laughs> <laughs> and does it fit? Yeah. <laughs> does it match? Yeah, it's 15. Damn. 15 rounds in, in that gun. Yeah, I, I Is that g- the Beretta that yeah. you're using? Yeah. I had to go to the Bibliotheque oh. and I <laughs> looked, <laughs> looked up. Yeah, the librarian's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Looking up guns I'm in like, the library? Hey, man, <laughs> you're not my dad. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah, leaving a lot of uh, traces of you. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. My in library the, uh, card. The it's full of uh, gun in the research. KPL library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this scene felt like it. This scene for me, it felt like it really belonged in the the whole heroic the bloodshed. The woo trilogy. Yeah, the woo. The wooism. This, this went full woo without the rolls. Or sorry, without the dives. Yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, this, this is how you do a John Woo scene now in 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, like, does anyone look cooler double fisting guns than Chowney and Fat? <laughs> It's just funny how you had to double say fist. double fist. <laughs> Dual wielding. Okay. There Thank else. you. Dual wielding guns. <laughs> well, um, uh, I don't know how to – experts. I don't know. Hong Kong film experts, people who break down action movies. Um, this is not me. This is not coming from me by what I'm about to say. But expert opinion is saying that uh, why he's the best at it is that he shows the emotion. He actually reacts to the power of the gun. Mm. Yeah. That's what they say. Whereas uh, in American movies, they, they, they act like it's not even yeah. a thing. Like it's not a threat. <laughs> Just remember Arnold or Predator. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah they no act, reaction. <laughs> yeah, whereas he treats it as like an actual weapon. Whereas yeah. like, that's why he has so much emotion when he shoots. That's beautiful. Like man. even that part, like when he empties it the first call, he's like shaking. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> He's rocking out, bro. <laughs> Rocking out. Yeah, rocking out. And then when he gets out of the car, like he literally goes into like a whole dance sequence on yeah, there. Yeah. It's like a whole choreographed it's dance. It's like a Fred Astaire dance. Yeah. Like, there you go, Fuqua. Now you're, you're now yeah. you're channeling <laughs> your woosom. Woosom. And he and I liked it. He really kept it down, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um because like I said, you can't you just can't have people fucking like <laughs> in a grounded movie like this just fucking like diving backwards onto their heads. <laughs> shooting. You just can't. In a Hong Kong movie, you can get away with it because Hong Kong movies by nature are just camp. Like any 90s Hong Kong movie, hard-boiled, like mm-hmm. without the action, it's still a campy movie. 
Like, you like s- you're more of an expert on this than I am, but does Johnny Toe movies do any of that like no. diving stuff? No. That's more like the realism kind of stuff. No, right? not no. even. No? No. <laughs> it's like a, something in between? It's something <laughs> totally different. No, they, what they, is it? they do a little bit of the diving. Um, you've never seen a Johnny Toe movie? You've never seen like, the I've mission? seen sequences of it, but like... Have you seen yeah. The Mission? <laughs> his best movie? <laughs> yeah. No, his gunfights, they're standing still. Okay. I just can't remember. <laughs> like style. It, it's actually quite beautiful. It's like watching him painting. They're standing still mm. and shooting. Mm. We'll pull it up. Pull it up after. But no, his style is very different. Um, but no, back to the scene. This is how you do a John Woo action scene. And honestly, if his last movie, Manhunt, had he taken all those weird roles, <laughs> it, would have, it actually would have been good. <laughs> just saying, those weird, weird dives out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> Not to mention the ending, ending in like a science lab for some reason. <laughs> that was a weird movie. For some movie. reason. <laughs> that was a freaking weird movie. Yeah. Now, this alleyway, um, I think from what I read online, it was actually built. Like, it wasn't actually alleyway. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was a stage. Wow. With all the lighting and all that. Yeah. Like, I, that's actually one of the things I wrote down. Was like, I, I loved how it was like lit up with all the neon lights and everything. Like, it, it actually, I you could... It felt like almost like a set from like Blade Runner. The, yeah. the way it was like shot. And, Which and, is like, also a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like beautiful. It was yeah, well, they had money well back then. <laughs> that's where the money went to, like yeah. the sets. Yeah, and then they control the lighting, and not to mention the rain. Yeah, once that rain came and like like that puddle, and it was like, oh, that's kind of like Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah, and I really like the death, the way how they killed him. It's so violent. Yeah, and it, like, did the stuntman do like the actual like like it felt very practical in the, the, yeah, yeah. the stunt fall and everything. Oh, yeah, he's like there. That. There's a guy there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of, it's almost exactly how they did the Rush Hour Two um, Ricky Tan death. Uh, they basically wrapped him up with a wire, just let him unwind. Nice. Yeah, that must have hurt. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> all the electricity and stuff. That was it. That was really well, you good. Got paid well. Honestly, I I wanted to like have a side talk about uh, the stunt. I don't know how much of the style was either Fuqua or the stunt coordinator Alan Graff. Mm-hmm. I have no idea because this is back in the day where we. They didn't have second unit. To, they had a second unit, but it wasn't for action. You know what I mean? This back then with directors actually directed their action scenes. Hmm. So I'm like, this style, was it? Is it due to Fuqua or is it due to Alan Graff? I have no idea. Hmm. But then you look like... I'm, like, I'm sure like John Woo had a little bit of say in it, you know, as the producer. Mm, probably not. No? Probably not. He was <laughs> executive producer, so he probably wasn't involved whatsoever. I <laughs> just signed off on it. Yeah. Um, I feel like if Wu was involved, there, there would have been more like fucking sideways <laughs> shootings, people sideways meter shooting, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but you know, I, I was looking at the stunt coordinator's like <laughs> filmography. I shouldn't laugh. He's successful. Why are you laughing? Because like <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't really name any of those movies other uh, than Double Team. Ah, oh, Double Team. And Dennis the, Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which was made before this one, and uh, the way back with Ben Affleck. What the heck? <laughs> there were stunts in the I guess the car accident. Okay. Like, oh. All right. Cuz I'm like why why didn't this guy make more movies? Like he's really good at it, yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't have that much to do with it. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. But then Fuqua's like shooting style changed too, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's never elevated. Even like in the Equalizer movies, which you think would be more stylized, or even the Magnificent 7, like it doesn't really get to these heights. Yeah, especially in Magnificent Seven. Like I, I thought there was gonna, they were gonna go into the whole stylized aspects of it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you had like Bong, that Asian Korean guy, yeah. Bong Joon Ho. No, <laughs> Bong Joon Lee, Myung Young Lee, Bang Young. So hard to say his name. Yeah. Um. Anyways, what'd you rate this one out of ten? This one I gave a nine out of ten. I gave it a ten. Oh, perfect, perfect score. score. We just the sound effect every time we do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it, uh, this isn't my choice for a double feature, but like you know, I'm putting this next to like John Wick's kind of cool, right? Yeah. The neon lights, the gun fu, the different iterations of gun fu. Like Fifteen but, years before John Wick, man. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to our categories. Radar Hero. Let's start with John Lee. <laughs> John Lee, what a name! What a name! <laughs> what do so you think? What do you so think? So original. I gave him a seven. Um, strictly just on being cool. Yeah, he wasn't necessarily the best actor in yeah. this one. It's like his first English role, yeah. right? So yeah, he's probably like just speaking his lines phonetically. And... Yeah, his lines aren't bad. Yeah, but uh, a lot of it's just him standing there. 
Um, and also, like, think about it. It's like us going to India, mm-hmm. making an Indian movie, speaking in Indian, right? So, yeah. But overall, I gave him a seven, only because he still ma- tried to maintain his coolness out of it all. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, just so effortlessly cool. Like, he's an automatic seven, just being on the screen, just yeah. with his presence and everything, his char- charisma. Um do you like the whole honorable assassin trope with him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he only kills bad guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, they're supposed to be our modern day samurais, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so tried and true, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. That's why I like Johnny Tone movies. He puts it on, he flips a bit, flips it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you hear about this or read about this? Um, you know, it's kind of unsourced or whatever, but uh, apparently, like, when they did the test um, test screenings and everything like that, they had more, like, more elements of romance yeah, between yeah, them. And then, that, yeah, yeah, they, they kind of had to take them out because of the yeah. racism of the test. Yeah, because test people, people weren't ready for interracial relations. Not with a Chinese man. Well, even... Especially even, as beautiful as... Well, even Will Smith movies. Yeah. That's why he always had Hispanic leads. Mm. Romantic is never a white woman until, like, Focus. Yeah. Even uh, Wesley Snipes, like his movies too. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's not just Asians. That's just how it was. Interracial relations weren't the thing. But you know, if this movie was made today, these two would have fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, made love. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Raider villain Way, played by the legendary Kenneth Ken Zang. Zang. I fucking love this guy. Legend. Legend. Totally not, not in this movie. Totally miscast. <laughs> totally useless in this movie. Does not suit him at all. At all. Because <laughs> like, we've seen so many movies, like hundreds, where he's like, you know, the noble, good, helping uncle, dad guy. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, a killer? <laughs> but it like, he's also seen a little bit of like psychotic killer a little bit in, well, Super Cop. I remember him in that. Oh. <laughs> but like, you know, he can play both roles, but this one is just like the, the role was so like underwritten. <laughs> There's yeah. like nothing to it at all. There's no <laughs> nothing he could really do with it. Well, I, I just the only thing I remember him from this movie is the funeral or my my son is dead. <laughs> and then when he comes back, when he's in Die Another Day, he does the exact same line, the exact same character. My son is dead. <laughs> <laughs> this don't. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying he was just Korean that time. Yeah, <laughs> Korean. Keep going. I, I was just saying the um the only thing that I liked about his is the, um like when he was right at the end in the finale, like when he's ready to die, like he didn't go out like begging for his life or whatever. He's like, I'm st- your par- your mother and uh, wife or whatever. No, he says, they're the, still gonna die. Like the boy will die, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he's still threatening them right to the end. So that's the only thing I can really remember from his villain role. And that's his that's his medicine voice. The boy will die, John. <laughs> Wait, was no? I was. Was he double impact villain? But he wasn't, right? I, I don't was a different, remember. Yeah, I don't think he was. No, I don't think so. He just passed, by the way. Oh no! Last year, well, April of last year. That's a shame. But I wasn't aware that he passed. Hmm. Eighty-seven years of age, so that's a long. Uh, he had a good time. Night. And I was looking at his marriage. He he married like three times, so he oh, yeah. <laughs> he liked the. F- I mean, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Okay, uh, next up, three uh, top three badass moments. What's uh, your number three? Number three, I started with the uh, the replacement killers arriving. With <laughs> That's my <laughs> number three, too. <laughs> with that song. <laughs> Gonna talk and play. It's so perfect. I, I love it. <laughs> Everything <laughs> on this. <laughs> the music. <laughs> the slow motion. <laughs> the gun suitcase. Can we look up that song? I don't think they even say Cleveland. I think. Say, just say. pull up the whole soundtrack. We're just gonna put that on your Spotify. <laughs> okay, uh, number two. Uh, so number two, I have uh, from the arcade shootout. Um, after the lady driver gets shot, mm-hmm. Chow uh, stopping a slide with a gun. Uh, <laughs> so badass that shot, that close up with the gun. Bing! Nice. That sexy Beretta NF two FS. <laughs> Number two for me is the rush hour two or rush hour scene. Yeah. The back to back, her running in, shooting the guy, Chow shooting the other guy. Did yeah. you think she was Buffy when you watched this? As a kid? <laughs> I thought that was Sarah Michelle Gellar when I was a kid. 
Really? Eh? I didn't. Uh, I yeah. didn't get. Well, the hair. Yeah. Yeah. When when she's got the hair, like ponytail thing. Yeah. And it's like a little greasy yeah, looking. So, you know how white people think we all look alike. Well, yeah. they look alike to me when yeah. I was a kid too. Yeah. I love Buffy and I love Mira in this. <laughs> right. Uh, number one for me. It's a bit anticlimactic, but it's just so badass. Yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo, how he goes out. It's like, checkmate. And then he just stares, uh. stares medicinally. Checkmate. <laughs> I thought he smiled in that. No, he's like, damn, you got me. Yeah, but <laughs> I liked it. But then he's like, stone face. <laughs> uh, number one for me is a lo- also a little anticlimactic. It's the just the double wielding. Thank you. Uh, just that uh, alleyway, like right from the beginning when they open the gate and he just starts shooting. He just starts blasting with thirty bullets in total, <laughs> fifteen mm-hmm. each, right? Mm-hmm. Fifteen yeah. each. Yeah. All right, uh, best action scene. Alleyway. Alleyway? No, for me, it's the apartment. I, oh, I, really? I really like the apartment scene, but yeah. All right, cool. Well, for me, it's alleyway. <laughs> alleyway finale. Okay, uh, recast today. This is where we get creative. <laughs> recast today. How many or... roles are we recasting? Like, everyone? <laughs> as many as you want. Like, right. What did you get? So, I, um, for the main roles, I did a little, you know, because it's so in now. Gender did do, swap. Did you do all black cast? <laughs> No, <laughs> I did a gender swap though. That's the next one. Gross. <laughs> I did uh, Charlize Theron for Chalian Fast Roll. Okay. And then I did Steven Yeun oh. <laughs> for the Mira Servino role. I I just I think he would be really good in the role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I I want to see him in a movie. Like like I really liked her in this role. Like she kind of held her own. Like she's like her own independent woman. Yeah. Like she wasn't really a damsel in distress. Mm. Um. So yeah, just translating that and to Stephen you. <laughs> and nowadays, seeing those two, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I, I did the uh, traditional way. Um, so I had Henry Golding. Uh, the way it should be. I had uh, Henry Golding for Chow Young Fat. I was thinking about that, yeah. Because uh, he totally looks like him. Yep. And uh, it, this is probably recency bias because I just watched Snake Eyes or rewatched Snake Eyes. <laughs> Samara Weaving for Mira Servino. Samara Weaving. Yeah. Wow. Right. Meow. <laughs> Meow. And this is where it gets kind of funny. So for the Wei character, Chow Yun Fat as Wei. <laughs> nice, nice. And I, and for the killers, um, Cliff, uh, Loco Cliff Collin Juniors. Okay, I didn't cast him, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he would he would play the Danny Trejo character, <laughs> and Scott Atkins would play the the German guy character. Nice, nice. Uh, and for the cop, Michael Rooker, I got Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so for way I have uh, Mads Mikkelsen. We're gonna change it up, not oh. Chinese triad. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen, and then uh, for the two assassins, I got Alan Richson. Okay, yeah, Reacher, Reacher, for the uh, big white guy role. And I, uh, I want to see. I don't. He probably would never take the role, but I want to see Benicio del Toro in. <laughs> the no, of course role. not. He wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't take the role, but I just, I like to see him. But he would be good as the main role. As a Chow Yun-Fat role. Hmm. Oh, oh, shit. He kind of plays that in Sicario. Yeah. That's basically the same guy. Yeah. Did you cast Michael Rooker? No, I didn't cast Michael Rooker, though. Wow, you totally erased the Asian-ness <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> what? I got one Asian in there. I got wow. a Korean in there. You Hollywooded this movie. <laughs> yeah. So what? It's Holy. more realistic. <laughs> Holy. Wow. Gee, hey, Zeus. Um, okay, Peak Meridians. Anyone's no, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, I think saying <laughs> the only one I have is Alan Graff, the uh, stunt coordinator. It's either it's either Makes this sense. or the way back. We don't know though. We don't know how much he involved. It's either this or the way back starring Ben Affleck. <laughs> wait, 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 how about the uh, the composer Henry Gregson? Wake? No, he did Metal Gear Solid, man. Oh damn. Now speaking of which, um, I actually put these movies side by side, only because maybe I'm still. You know what? Let's do this. So for double feature. What would you double feature this with? I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I would do with Leon the Professional. Okay. Yep. Okay. Just the the unrated version, or like the the, the not the theatrical version. Okay. It. Well, my recommendation is what I actually did as a kid over and over, which is Bad Boys, the first one. Mm-hmm. Bad Boys and this one back to back. Could you picture those two together? It's <laughs> in like the classroom, s- like just hanging out, Bay and Fuqua. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same movie, <laughs> same style, and the music too. Mark Mancini. Did the music for that one, and they're and Harry Gregson Williams. They're both um, students of Hans Zimmer, mm. 
because that's what they're doing. They're channeling Hans Zimmer. But for him, yeah, this is not this is not his pick Meridian. I'd say his would be Metal Gear Solid. Did you read? Like, I don't know if it's true, but like Hideo Kojima, Kojima, <laughs> uh, like Kojima, watched this movie and then like took him on as yeah. for Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah, well, yeah. that's part of it, but he asked. He actually went to Hans Zimmer first. Uh, but Hans Zimmer had a uh, was way too expensive. Yeah. was way too expensive, and so they went to a student, Harry Gregson Williams. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, there's a lot of music beats from this in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> din din. <laughs> nice. Din din. Bad boys, bad boys. And yeah, I actually put the two movies side by side. I was like, are any of these the same? Like the producers, the music. None of it is. It's just the production company. Uh, the yeah, which is Columbia Pictures, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Cool. Hooray, hooray. Anything else you want to talk about? What have you been watching lately? Anything new? Uh, Last of Us. Uh, and it's amazing. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it is pretty damn cool. So amazing. How did you feel about the second? I know you loved the, or liked the first episode, but... I love both of them. Yeah. Um, I liked... I like the intros for both of them. Oh, it's so good. I just hope they continue with that. Because that's so like Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl. 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 That's that's what that guy brought to it. And you know, you know where this is going. So they're going to do the Ellie flashback in one of the episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty exciting. I I want to see, I I don't really want to see a season two. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wasn't a fan of part two video game. (laughs) See you at the movies. <laughs> Stop copying. Copyright. <laughs> Whatever. It's Tom Cruise said it. See you at the movies. Is that where you got from Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, Tom Cruise did that one now. You know, he did that stunt and he's like talking about, he's like, yeah. hey guys, just work on this big stunt here. See you at the movies. <laughs> and he just jumps. So casual. Yeah. Pretty excited for it. Any action movies are you excited for this year? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't even know what's coming out action wise, other than John Wick Four. Yeah, I'm really excited for that's that. That's March. That's like real soon. Okay. What What are the big ones out there? Anything Anything new you've seen lately that you want to mention other than Last of Us? Uh, I got caught up on. What did I watch? Oh, you go first. You go first. <laughs> well, that does for this episode of Anything in Action. Right. Thanks for tuning in, and we will be back. <laughs>